from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Spent some time in the Atlanta airport yesterday waiting for my connecting flight to RDU. And Joe, how many masters, hats, polos, and other gear do you think? Oh, percentage? I saw walking around. 70%. It was I. I don't even know how many people actually went to the Masters. I think it was just it's Masters Sunday, and I'm gonna be rocking my Masters hey, gear. And we got Masters Sunday, which after Friday, and then Saturday morning. I mean, there was a. I mean, it looked like a real good chance we would be talking about Masters Monday. Right yeah, now. yeah, but we do have a Masters Monday, an Office Masters Monday on our YouTube channel. Uh, semi-retired professional golfer Brad Frisch. It's my only chance to beat him and. Well, you missed it. You, uh, you missed it. I'm, I'm, it. I'm actually. I'm going to spoil it. I'm going to spoil it. That's the theme of the day, especially for those who watched uh, Succession mm-mm, last night. Mm-mm. I did not. I think I already know. But don't. No. I, don't I, no. 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 I. I have not watched it either. But it's been very difficult to stay spoiler yeah. free. But I'm not going to spoil it. Just go check out our YouTube channel, uh, 99.9 The Fan Raleigh. Look that up. And we have a little Masters Monday today. Office Masters. Brad has played Augusta National. He's been on those greens, but he's never faced greens like our craptacular office they carpets. Fast. They're super fast, like concrete, man. It's ridiculous. <laughs> so you you said it ended up being a Masters Sunday, and you're right because you actually had a compelling story unfolding, whether golf people want to admit it or not. And I guess this is where I feel like I can talk about golf with a level of advantage that those who are too freaking into golf cannot. They cannot pull themselves out of the pine trees at Augusta to see the big picture. They they have to stop and smell the azaleas from time to time, okay? And there seems to be this push that, well, we didn't want the Masters to be about live golf versus the PGA. It's not what the Masters is about. Masters bring people together. No. Because the way things unfolded and the way John Rahm won on Sunday... Somewhere in the PGA offices, wherever they're located, they had to be breathing a sigh of relief because the last thing they needed, the last thing they wanted, would be Brooks Kepka or, even better, Phil freaking Mickelson, which is a separate topic I want to get to in a second, ended up winning that thing. And not, not that the Greg Norman all 17 live golfers would have gone to the green and celebrated like some weird that did not happen fusion dance from (laughs) you know whatever anime that is but it didn't happen but i feel like john rom probably saved the pga a little bit of a headache this morning by not having live triumphantly return to a masters a major where some there's been some question as to whether or not they'll even be at the masters next year because of the world golf rankings they didn't need that happening. I came to the conclusion last week that Phil Mickelson was ultimately right about what he wanted the direction of the PGA Tour to go That's and fair. how they should have these premium events, which they're doing now. Yeah, He just went about it the wrong way. Uh, watching these players, the three of the top five from Liv, and, and Patrick Reed, no one has warm and fuzzies about Patrick Reed. No. But even you, a, 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 the most casual of casual golf observers, would have to admit watching Brooks Kepka play is fun. Yeah. Okay. 
Not the way that he played yesterday, but the well, way he's, he's not used to playing more than 54 holes well, of golf now, I, Joe. He's played a lot of golf in his life. I don't think that was the problem nah, yesterday. Sometimes you get you get used to playing 54 <laughs> after a while, think man. That's the problem yesterday. It, it, there, there's, there's a swagger. There's a confidence. There's a I don't care. But there's also a sublime skill sure. to the way that Kepka plays. And the way that he played in the second round when he shot uh, a 67 was fairly amazing. Yesterday, Rom, you, know, you, you said there were some compelling storylines. Imagine if Phil hadn't screwed up his own legacy yesterday and, and what we would be talking about today. Yes. We would be talking about the he's already the oldest golfer to win a major. Now he's the, the oldest golfer to have a top five finish mm-hmm. at the Masters. He shot a 65 yesterday. I mean, here's a guy who really can't putt, has never been able to putt in his life, yeah. but has the greatest iron game p- arguably in the history of golf but he said fire to himself and he did and and that's not you know they didn't they don't even do a post he shot a 69 in the second round they don't even do a post you know round interview they don't even get the two minutes this is a guy who was going to replace nick faldo i know on cbs who is now persona non grata because of all of the things that he's said and that to me that's a shame Mm -hmm. that's the shame of this and there's that doesn't mean in five years they might all be back on the tour maybe not phil because of his age in five years, I, it wouldn't surprise me if, if Brooks Koepka was back playing on the PGA Tour. Not at all. Uh, uh, Joaquin Neiman, another guy who you probably don't care about, but played pretty well and is a young guy who took a bunch of money, right? Yeah. Like These are guys who, as someone who is heavily invested in watching golf, I like the way that they play. I like watching them play golf. And I think it's kind of silly at this point now. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a uh, – I don't like the Live Tour, and I don't agree with the – I don't agree with the decisions that those golfers made. I thought that was a lot of it was out of greed. But I would just say to you that yesterday should have been about Mickelson and his performance. It should have been about Kepka, mm-hmm. who's had injuries and hadn't been able to play at that level and was even on full swing the Netflix show saying, yeah. like, these are the real demons I'm str- I'm struggling with is I can't match this these Scotty Scheffler, the John Ram. I wanna be that guy. That's who I wanna be. Did you know that your unused medications could end up in the wrong hands? It's important to keep your medication secure in a locked location, such as a locking box or locking cabinet. When it's time to dispose of them, safety and properly dispose of old, expired, or unused meds by using an at-home disposal product or a medication disposal box in your community. Don't miss out on medication take-back events happening near you. Don't let anyone take what's yours. Lock your meds. Be aware. Don't share. Learn more at lockyourmeds.org nc. The best. I want to make something abundantly clear when it comes to the live golf. It has nothing to do with sports washing and all the the, the conversation, the hand wringing that takes place. Because as we've talked about, we talked about it all last summer when live golf was the fascination. I mean, we perfected that in this country. So let's not act like what's going on with live golf and their investments in F one and various other sports is somehow some way. Like, oh, this is this is a bridge too far. What are you talking about? We do it all the time. We use sports as propaganda all the freaking time. My issue has been and always has been, don't urinate on my head and tell me that it's raining. And that's what every single one of the lift golfers, Sands one, Harold Varner has the done. Only one, yes. Harold Varner the third ECU guy was in the Washington Post last week on a very fascinating feature that I suggest everybody go read. And Varner straight up called every single one of his fellow live golfers out. Don't tell me about changing the game. Don't tell me about growing the game. You can grow the game. You don't need live golf to grow the game. You did it because they paid you. They you did it because the money was too good. 
and Harold Varner will always be number one in my book. I will always be a fan of Harold Varner because he is honest about why he did it. I only got another guy I miss, by the way. I miss yeah. watching Harold Varner on a regular for, basis. But for those who don't quite understand what was going on, here is a guy, and the Washington Post lays all of this out that had family considerations, injury considerations, what the degenerative issue that he's got uh, with his foot, I think it is. Uh, he knows he does not have a long career ahead of him like a right. Phil Mickelson. So he's going to get his money now, and he's upfront he's a, about it. Yeah, he was a fringe top 100 golfer. I will always respect you if you're just straight up about what your intentions are. And that's always been the problem with Phil Mickelson and why he torched his uh, his standing with his good standing with with casual golf fans, and why, to a certain extent, I've always respected Brooks Kepka because Brooks has always been about man. I'm just here to win a major. I don't care about the other stuff. I'm going to show up when it matters. And for the most part, he does. He didn't yesterday. He was off yesterday. And if people get mad because of the 54 hole jokes, well, don't leave for live golf. Straight up. Because if you really were about playing at the highest level, if you really were about that major life, then you wouldn't waste your time with these non-golf events because that's not what they're, they're exhibitions. It's not about competition. It's about money, and they won't admit it. So I don't feel sorry for Brooks Kepka. Nobody should. Here's Brooks on his Masters performance on Sunday. Hard to put it into words. Uh... Obviously, we all dream of things like this as players, and that's wrong. You that's try wrong. to visualize. Here's Brooks Kepka. Hit some shots where I also didn't feel like I got some good breaks. I mean, for that ball to sit there on nine, on four and six, hit some good shots. He just ended up in some terrible spots. It is what it is. I mean, I tried. I gave it my all, so I, I, I can go to sleep at night. There you go. There's Brooks Kepka. Here's John Rom on winning the Masters, his second major. Uh, on his career, and who who doesn't love a bearded dude with a dad bod? Hard to hard to put it into words. Uh, obviously, we all dream of things like this as players, and you try to visualize what it's going to be like and and what it's going to feel like. And uh, when I hit that third shot on the green, and I could tell it was it was close by the crowd's reaction, uh, just the wave of emotion of so many things just overtook me. Uh, Never thought I was going to cry by winning a golf tournament, but I got very close on on that 18th hole. Um, and a lot of it because of, of what it means to me and, and to Spanish golf, right? It's, it's Spain's 10th major for a player to win the Masters, fourth. And uh, my second win, right, my second major win, it's, it's pretty incredible. And, and to play the way I did today on, on Sunday, uh, only one bogey. You know, on difficult conditions and coming in with a margin, hard to explain. You know, a, lot, a lot of pride, and I'm really proud of myself from what I did. I need more guys like John Rahm uh, representing Spanish golf, less Sergio Garcia's of the world uh, who spent, what, was it Thursday or Friday whining when he was well, asked a question yeah, about live golf? Yeah, he was cantankerous. And Typical Sergio. Like, I, like you said, it's time to move past some of that stuff. They made the choice that they did. They yeah. are at the majors. They're going to compete at the majors because they, are, uh, ve- well, they here, are very good Here's golfers. the thing, though, and we'll wrap on this. This is why I disagree with you on the idea that the story has to go away. No, they have to go away. I'm just saying. Or, or we have to move on from it. It can't because they don't have World Golf rankings. It's entirely possible, entirely possible that these live guys will not participate in the Masters next year. Or they won't participate in the three other majors because they're yeah, not going to have the points. There's varying levels, though, of how you qualify for a major. Yeah. So. Are you ready for the big game? At The Designery, we can help you arrange your kitchen in the perfect way to feed everyone coming over for the big game. I'm Dana Merrill, the owner of The Designery in North Raleigh. And I am True Merrill. 
I am the project manager. The Designery is a lovely kitchen, bath, and closet remodeling company. We do pretty much any of the utility spaces in your house. If you want to store things in your cabinets, if you want to work on things on your countertops, if you want to uh, have a floor that can get wet or muddy, we're the place to help you fix your home up. We are the Designery North Raleigh, located at 3030 Wake Forest Road in the Holly Park Plaza. We would love to see you or visit our website at thedesignery.com. I haven't watched any of the videos that Dennis has posted on YouTube lately. I just, you know, logged in today to upload something, and I saw that Jillio must have had some Heat Panthers takes because there was one with like 6,000 views and all sorts of comments. What, what did you say about the Panthers QB situation, Joe? What happened? What did I miss? What was it, Dennis? <laughs> it was just the one the Panthers have won the offseason. Uh, oh, yeah. With he, Luis Fernandez yeah, on Thursday they, last They've week. made a lot of good moves. Yeah. I mean, they, they, the most important move is yet to be made. And I, I didn't agree with the price that they paid. Yep. But I will say, if you add all of it up and you look at it, and we went through the different mm-hmm. um, free agent acquisitions by different teams, and yeah, you can objectively say that the Panthers have won the offseason. Yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 an agree- I'm in agreement with you on that, but it can easily go the opposite direction. Yeah, if you... as you've said, it's all about the one move. All about that and one now move. that one move they have to get right. But we'll I, I'm just happens. giving them credit oh, yeah. for they, the moves they that they made from starting with hiring Frank Reich and the staff around yeah. him to the different moves now they're, they're putting in place for this new quarterback. So go check that out on YouTube. Look up 99.9 The Fan Raleigh on YouTube. Joining us on the Heaster Automotive Group Hotline, ESPN, Brooke Pryor. Uh, there is no offseason for Brooke. You know, the, season, the season wraps up and you go into draft mode, do you not? It's like nonstop draft mode. Yes. Uh, there's like a break where you can – think about like who's going to resign and, you know, are any coaches uh, departing the Steelers, which uh, as you know, no, uh, <laughs> but yeah, no football. Jillio's delight. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm not going to miss an opportunity to bring that up, uh, but no, there, there is no off season. The NFL never sleeps. So the reason why uh, I reached out to you today to talk was because I needed you to confirm for me that it is 2023 and not 2019 that the Baltimore Ravens have signed Odell Beckham Jr. to a guaranteed contract of $15 million, which is weird for on several, like which layer do you want to pick apart first? What year it is for Odell Beckham Jr. to get a $15 million guaranteed contract or the Ravens doling out a guaranteed contract? I mean, you could stop with what year it is, Period, because 2020 happened and like, yeah, I'm still in 2019. We're still dealing Um, with it. So are the Ravens. Because when I saw that contract, my husband texted me. He's like, Odell just signed, uh, I think it's what, worth up to $18 with incentives. And I said, okay, well, that's got to be like a just crazy incentive-laden contract. (laughs) And then the full terms came out and I was like, no, $15 of that's guaranteed. It's only like $3 in you know, maybe you'll hit this incentives. And I just felt like I was taking crazy pills. But look, I mean, we've all gotten caught up in bids on Poshmark and eBay and overpaid for, you know, vintage items. Not that Odell's straight up vintage, but, you know, he's from a couple seasons ago um, because we just really have to have something. And that's going to be the thing that makes our closet complete. Definitely not talking from experience. Um yeah definitely not me i need this record i'm gonna listen to this record all the time exactly and then you become obsessed with like well i'm not gonna let somebody else get it Mm -hmm. like 
that feels not the Jets. Like, yeah, no, that's we're not even going to let him go to New Jersey. He is coming straight to Baltimore. And I understand that you want to make Lamar happy. Your your franchise quarterback, the guy that, you know, you publicly talk all these great things about has requested a trade. And so now it kind of feels like you're trying to put the toothpaste back in the tube with Odell is like, okay, he's going to pick this up. He's, he's going to clean up this mess. Um, but you're balking at paying. I know that Lamar Jackson wants a lot more money than right, Odell Beckham, right. but there's a lot of irony here. Yes. And we're going to give $15 million in one year to a receiver who has torn not one, but two ACLs. But God forbid you pay your MVP quarterback who's had, I mean, let's be honest, he has had an injury history, but it's not two ACLs. Yeah. There's just a lot of levels here that I'm still having to wrap my head around, but you know, I sure go ahead. Maybe this will be the thing that gets your offense going that Todd Monken can work with, but it's a lot of money for, for a fingers crossed. I'm sorry, Todd Monken or Matt Canada. Todd, Todd Munkin. They, you know, I know that they are one in the same, but no, the, the Matt Canada of, of Baltimore. Oh, over in Baltimore. In Baltimore oh, I got yeah. my Steelers and Ravens confused. Oh my goodness gracious. Look at me. I, you got me discombobulated. Brooke Pryor, ESPN same. joining us here on the Heaster Automotive Group. I, I was just so mesmerized by the thought of o, Odell Beckham Jr. being, being tutel, tutelage with uh, Matt Canada. Well, one can get that jet sweep. The Dan Orlovsky wanted it to happen. Dan Orlovsky was on my network for a week saying that the Pittsburgh Steelers should sign Beckham. That, that was never going to happen. Uh, the Steelers, Steelers are certainly not going to be the team that pays OBJ $15 million, guaranteed. Right. Are you allowed to say that what's going on with Lamar Jackson is collusion? I can say that that's what it feels like it is. Okay. Uh, but... Because when he said, is it 2019, I'm thinking, are we still – I thought he was actually going to say 1985, 1975. Oh, are, we, are we still judging quarterbacks listen. based on the fact that they, they're not allowed to run? Yeah, they're like, that, what, what in the world is going on there is that too. with how the it, league is viewing a former MVP right now? Right, and the way that as soon as it came out, everybody's like, nope, don't want him, really, yes. but we're all going to, like, kick around other – like, but Deshaun Watson is in high demand and – everybody's in an arms race to get him as far as I know Lamar Jackson doesn't have those kind of skeletons not even in a closet they're they're on Deshaun Watson's front yard yeah. uh and there was still no depression in his market it's yeah it the whole the whole thing is very very strange um and Lamar Jackson hasn't really done anything other than I guess well let me let me let me put this way and Brooke Pryor ESPN joining us here on the OG alongside Joe Giglio I'm Joe Obias do we know what Lamar Jackson honestly wants? Because people keep saying, well, he wants the Deshaun Watson contract. I can, I can infer that. But because he doesn't have an agent, and he's the one who ultimately controls the conversation with his tweets, what do we know that Lamar wants or does not want in terms of a contract? I think what we know he wants is that he wants to feel valued by the Baltimore Ravens. He okay. wants to be told you are our guy point blank period. And the way that he knows that he's valued is by getting more guaranteed money than Deshaun Watson. Yeah, And it's not that his entire contract has to be guaranteed. It's that he just wants just, just wants 
Deshaun Watson's guaranteed money. <laughs> then there can be some more, you know, that isn't. But I, I think that, I mean, the Browns really put the rest of the NFL in a tight spot by mm. guaranteeing all that money. And I don't blame, I don't blame Lamar Jackson at all for saying, okay, so you're telling me this guy that hasn't played football in two years and has all of these issues is worth this much money. Well, I'm an MVP that is being heralded as generational talent. We've never seen anything like it. And you're telling me I'm not worth what he is. I mean, I, I applaud players for wanting the guaranteed contracts for saying, okay, if one team's going to do this, let's make all of them do this. Um, Because an NFL playing career is not very long and these owners are making a ton of money. So yeah, I, you know, I'm all for players going after what they think is theirs, what they feel like, Hey, we are providing a service. We should be paid accordingly with all the risks and everything else that we're undertaking. But the NFL and its owners have kind of said, Oh no, we don't want to do that. We really would like it if this Watson contract was the anomaly and the outlier here and not setting a new standard. And so I don't think there's any denying that Lamar Jackson is talented. They just don't want that to become the new norm by saying, you know, okay, we'll, we'll play game. We'll, we'll play ball with Lamar here. And this is also where he's hurt by not having an agent Um, for better or worse. That's the way the NFL has always been run is by having these agents that know how to schmooze a room that, Mm -hmm. you know, go to owners meetings and the combine and the senior bowl and, have an idea of what the market is, not only for their client, but for other clients. It's like buying a house without a realtor, which, you know, I'm like, I don't know how this works. Like, is this what a house should be worth? Or are these foundational issues, something serious? Like you, that's why you pay the professionals. As somebody who's sold a house to somebody without a realtor, I wouldn't recommend. Um, Shout out to my realtor, Bo, who ended up helping out. Uh, out of the kindness of his heart to help them understand what they were getting themselves into. Brooke Pryor, ESPN, uh, we appreciate your time as always. Uh, I know the offseason is a weird one, uh, every, even with the draft and offseason stories and everything else, so we appreciate the time. I just find it interesting that the Lamar Jackson story has taken a new turn with this OBJ news uh, and impacts on Aaron Rodgers as well. Uh, up in New York, I'm sure that Mike Greenberg is taking this news over the weekend very, very well because it might mean that Aaron Rodgers doesn't come to New York or something like that. I don't know. It's it's taking forever. I had a tweet ready to send that was like, Aaron Rodgers to Baltimore confirmed. But I was like, I don't don't want to be that person uh, because there are too many people that are like living and dying with every breath that Aaron Rodgers takes. So uh, I'm not going to do that to don't Mike do it. Yeah. Don't do um, it. He just put you out like a book. being on his show. You like, you like being on the show. He just put out a book. Yeah. Don't harsh his vibe. Don't right, his right, vibe. exactly. I want I want to let him just live in the happy place that he's trying to create for himself. Um, but it, to me, the most interesting thing of all of this is that the Ravens tweeted from their official Twitter account the screenshot that Lamar put on Instagram of him FaceTiming OBJ. It's like the Ravens being like, no, see, look, they're happy. Like, surely this must mean that Lamar's going to, he doesn't want to be traded anymore. But it's like, guys, you're the ones that have the power to keep him happy. Like, you can give him a toy, but maybe you should also pay him.
I feel like the triangle trained you for these types of things because we're back here still trying to read in between the lines of tweets from basketball players about who's doing what. So oh, it's just wow. the, it's just the world we live in. Actually, Brooke next Pryor. Question. Brooke Pryor, ESPN. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you later. See you guys. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.